0: Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for tuning into the show. I just want to let you know that this episode right here, it contains explicit content. So if you got some kids around, if you got the dogs around and you don't want them to hear bad language, you want them to hear some really, really dirty words, i put them to bed. Uh, other than that, enjoy the show. Talks, the podcast that talks. I'm your host Tevin West. We'll usually discuss sports news, current events in and out of the town, and both random and special topics. We'll have guests that swing by from time to time. We we're going. We just just this right here, but to discuss the we're going to discuss the, um, to discuss the uh, housing market in the town and the uh, housing market trends so on red fn uh, redfin.com going over to houston county uh georgia housing market it says the median sale price of a home in houston county was 264 k last month of 5.4 percent last year the median sale price per square foot in Houston county is one hundred and three dollars up six point seven since last year. Um what is that saying? That means that uh it's getting more expensive and it's getting really hard to afford a house in a place like Houston County. And so in, in October two thousand twenty three, if you want to know what the housing market is looking like in today in Houston County in October 2023. Uh, prices were up 5.4% compared to last year, selling for a median price of 264 k And on average, homes in Houston County sell after 31 days on the market compared to 37 days last year. So they're selling quicker. Like, I noticed that too. Like, I'll go down <clears> on <throat> the backside, um, like coming from Perry, like, there's a place that you go on the backside, and you go from Perry, go from Perry, and you go out, and you get to Kathleen, which is unincorporated. Probably not for long, but you'll see. Like I saw a for sale sign for a house. One week, and then the next week, it was it was like up. Um, or or there was a house um going down Bonaire, um, Old Perry Road, and uh, this was a while back though. It was like it was the price could be negotiated and everything but um I was when I was going to go do it again the, the next week um no 2 weeks later um uh, it had already been put on contract so it's like things get bought pretty quickly over here and um there were 218 homes sold in October this year down from um 293 so they're selling faster but there aren't as many being sold so let's go to the uh. Let's go to the schools here. So schools. So it's, um, we're just gonna learn about the school it, schools and the ratings in the House County School District. So elementary. Ooh, yeah, nice, cool. So all of you who are from Italian yeah, just right here. Elementary. So it's got not uh not the top is Matt Arthur Elementary, my alma mater. Yes. <laughs> it's a quick story. And. Nineteen nineties, nineteen ninety seven. I entered pre K in Bon Air. It was ninety seven or ninety eight. I'm not sure. I entered pre K in Bon Air, and I was there from nineteen ninety seven to nineteen ninety nine. I think, and then when ninety nine rolled all rolled over, I was into um. Matt Arthur for the two thousand year. So I spent my uh, first grade. Uh, I spent my, all my pre K. In kindergarten in Air. so from ninety eight to ninety ninety seven ninety nine and then I spent my um, i spent my first grade all the way to fifth grade in MattArthur so I don't know if that math adds up, but yeah, MattArthur elementary was my second school, but that's I, you know that's the home team right there Barnaire elementary is second, you know when I started out there I did. Hilltop Elementary, which is for you new school people, for real, for real. Like, um, I was just like, um, the my mother's, uh, my excuse me, my my mother, my my uh, my son's, uh, my my son's mother, she went to Hilltop Elementary. Like, sheesh, dude, Langston Road Elementary School, Kings Chapel Elementary School. That's the last one. So King's Chapel is at the bottom. Ouch. King's Chapel. I drive by there from time to time. On that backside that I was telling you about, that's that kind of connection to Kathleen Unincorporated. Yeah. From Perry to Kathleen. Middle schools. Middle schools here. Fagan Mill is rated nine out of ten. Barney Air Middle School, my alma mater, nine out of ten. Seven out of ten, Marcy Creek, seven out of ten, Northside Middle School, seven out of ten, Perry. Wake your game up, Perry. Wake your game up, Northside. Come on, man. Wake your game up, Mossy. You're you the, you the newest one, Mossy. You supposed to turn up. In the high schools, we I mean, the top. We got Hopson County High School, seven out of ten. We got Perry High School, seven out of ten. We got my alma mater, Veterans. Um, and then um, from Northside, four out of ten, and one Robbins High School, four out of ten. a so quick story again. So from 2008 to 2010, I went to Warner Robins High School. So ninth grade and 10th grade. And then Veterans opened up. And at the start of 2010, um, is that that 2010? I think it's it's the end of 2010, start 2011, yeah. So August 2010, I was at Veterans and I ended there. It was so funny because when we first started when we first started at the high school, there were no seniors, so the first year I was there it was ninth through eleventh grade and uh they had like proms and and uh homecomings, but I never went to any of that stuff. I never went to any, of, I never went to any of that. it was just whatever um and then we got the um yeah, so we we'll move on to the climate all right, so we said, uh, we learned about natural hazards and environmental research is flood, fires, wind, and heat that could impact homes in Housing County. Listen, this is like one of the safest places you're going to live. This is like, I swear it's like top. They be talking about it like every year. I swear it's like top five places to live. Like best place to raise a family is like one of Robins, or I mean, Housing County as a whole, probably so. A lot of this stuff right here I'm going to talk to you about Like it's minor flood factor minor because we landlocked listen we this is how hard we are landlocked like if you know what i'm saying we get a rainstorm you feel me because we kind of got we got florida's weather shout out to bakari spells by the way because bakari spells has said this on facebook so eloquently and i i don't want to move right now because this new gold mic i have which i don't know if the sound is better on this gold mic compared to this blue yeti cuz I got this so I got this gold mic from a pawn shop and I got this interface and that's supposed to give it like more you know what I'm saying like good audio but just you know I I put it in um the voting polls cuz I pay attention to what y'all uh, asked for in the voting polls so I know there's one person who was I think it was episode 2 or maybe 3 or yeah 3 and I think I was like and the voting because I, I feel that out guys i feel it out for you like the voting and stuff and the questions like answer those i'll, I'll read them so it was like which would you rather hear about like i think current news outside of one of our other town and it was like or house county news or sports or house county news and like one person i think one person voted <laughs> like house county news so that one person i i saw you you i heard you all right we're talking about house county news here sure but yeah, so um, back to the weather. So it's like rain, fall down. When it gets, it doesn't get cleared out though. You know what I'm saying? Like Florida. So we got the, so Bokari Spells was like, basically he said, in the best way possible, I'm going to butcher this, but you know, we got Florida's weather. And because we got Florida's weather, we can enjoy like crisp fall nights like these where it's not like stupid, stinging cold or, you know what I'm saying, wet and cold but when it rains over here you know what i'm saying it's like florida you know quick burst you know what i'm saying or sometimes it drag it out two days maybe the whole night it clear up in florida the ocean breeze the ocean breeze clears out the 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 heat you know what i'm saying the smog the, the fog this muggy but in, in this landlocked middle georgia um you you're not going it's not going to go like the rain mugginess is not going to go into leisure lake apartments and clear you out Nah, it's going to be on you you know it's all on you uh so as far as, far as floods it's a minor risk like it says housing county has a minor risk of flooding uh 3332 properties in and county are likely to be severely affected by flooding over the next 30 years this represents 7% of all properties and hows the county flood risk is increasing slower than the national average so you ain't got to worry about floods here that's a good thing fire factor it's moderate actually there's a 90% chance of uh, 90% of properties are at risk of wildfire over the next 30 years and i guess that's because we live in a deciduous a deciduous forest type atmosphere where it's kind of like slick tropical i guess And, you know, there's a lot of trees and stuff. So I guess, you know, like, you know, the wick and stuff and the moisture of fire. So it says 90% of properties are at risk for wildfire over the next 30 years. Is God going to destroy, like, the world in a big fire at the end? Is that because, you know, he destroyed it in flood in Genesis? So, like, does that mean that to end it, he's going to destroy it by fire? Just food for thought. All right, moving on. Housing County has a moderate risk of wildfire. There are five fifty-nine thousand one properties in Housing County that have some risk of being affected by wildfire over the next thirty years. This represents ninety percent of all properties in Housing County. Dang. Okay, that's large, like sixty, almost sixty thousand. But um, that's like saying that we be no, not even not anywhere close. Ninety percent of all properties. Sheesh. I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, wind factor. I didn't know wind was like that severe. It's like a Midwest thing, right? Sixty percent of <clears throat> properties are at severe risk for of a severe wind event over the next thirty years. Houston County has a severe wind risk based on project likelihood uh, and speed of hurricane, tornado, or severe winds impacting it. Houston County is most at risk. From hurricanes thirty nine thousand five hundred and ninety properties in Houston county have some risk of being in a severe wind event within the next thirty years yeah so I'm definitely gonna put a a a poll on this um on this next uh episode here um but I want you to let me know like does this mic because I'm holding this mic and until I get a stand I gotta stand over here but it's babby as hell. It's just not, it's not doing it for the kid. Like, it just won't even, like, it won't even put up right. Set my little gold mic in there and talk my talk, but it won't. So, but I spent money on this mic, so I want to use it. You know what I mean? But I got the Yeti over here, and it's just tooted up. But, you know, I'm going to put a poll out, and y'all don't answer whether I need to. Because I'm holding this gold mic, because I don't want to, like, if I move this gold mic, like, it's going to make a sound because I got the little cord. It's called an XLR female, female cable, because it receives the penetration and you have the XLR male cable which penetrates. I have a female and my focus right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so um yeah, just let me know like which mic you prefer. This gold one that I'm holding and it's possibly got some feedback because I got the little string up under here. Or the yeti or the yeti. Mm-hmm. Um is my audio different. let's see here, so we're talking about Hudson County is most we all wind is hurricane okay, Hudson County has a severe wind factor risk based on the projected likelihood and speed of hurricane, tornado or severe storm winds impacting it,
1: Hudson County is most
0: at risk from hurricanes 39,590 properties in Hudson County have some risk of being in a severe wind event within the next 30 years so I'm for the theory that When we got Florida's weather, we also got some of its hurricane, um, juice. I guess. Pause. So I just wanted to say that I think that yeah, we got some hurricane. We got some hurricane energy, definitely from um from Florida as well. So because you know we have like some of these storms, like been living in the town, like you know it's like. We have some storms that'll be like, what's going on here? Or knock out some power, knock over trees. I know we had those storms like every once in a while, you know, um, so it's just like we're more a risk of being in a severe severe wind event. So like wind likelihood over time if an exceedingly wind if you're an exceedingly rare wind storm, A one in three thousand year storm event occurred today. It could cause wind gusts of up to 97 miles per hour. In 30 years, an event of this same likelihood will show increased gust winds of up to 114 miles per hour. Well, I don't, I don't, well, God will not be here in 30 years, but dude, 114 miles per hour? Is it gonna snatch my car door off? Dang. Heat factor. Oh, bro, listen. I don't know if you ever really understood Like the heat of middle Georgia Or like Because there's different parts of Georgia And there's different heat So The heat that you feel You know what I'm saying In middle Georgia Is not going to be the same heat that you feel In Toombs County But it's going to be similar But let me break it down to you Just from where, where I live So there's two There's like maybe two or three types of seasons We have here There's a There's a There's a weird type of pseudo winter that happens in January, February and then March. Still got that little pseudo winter, you know what I'm saying? Still kind of creeping up on you a little bit, but not much, not much, and there's rain. There's a lot of rain in that pseudo winter. And then April comes around. And the pollen comes out. And depending on what year it is, the heat might come out too. But the but the pollen is there definitely gonna be it's continu- it's gonna continuously be there. Um, expeditiously, the pollen. And then after April, May sets in. When May comes in the pollen's still there, but it's summertime. Like it just switches. Like the <coughs> quick. Sometimes it'll pop on your early but like comes like it comes sudden, like the heat just bam, like and you're out of the cold. You know what I'm saying like it'll rain or something and it'll start it it'll always be like a rainstorm will start this shower cold well. cold then you're done then the heat come out and it's not like bro it's like it's sticky man you know it's like it's like ninety three degrees man so, or ninety three degrees but it feel like it's ninety six something like that eighty five but it feel like it's ninety and it's just it just stick to you know what I'm saying like I sweat a lot so and, you know, like I'm I'm of darker skin tone, so I take in the heat. So I'm just like my my air conditioner, and my uh my Kia wasn't working for a while, so I would just I think for like maybe two summers straight that I had a kid. So, I to, but like I just I be riding around in the summer like my with the, with the window down. Like I just like when I get in the like listen my Kia now like I don't even be wasting my gas on my AC because I still believe that you can waste gas while doing your AC. I don't even do that, I just roll my windows down I roll my um, passenger window down So that way I can let the air Come in, flow, but like it's not too much On my spirit, you know what I'm saying So yeah, so back to the to the weather What the weather's like here, so you got May May, You know, drop the heat on you You know what I'm saying, the heat press up on your spirit too You know what I'm saying, but the heat is The heat here is it's, it's harsh You know what I'm saying, it's really harsh And it, it get real hard, it get harsh It get harsher in um, June And July and it just stick and it stay and it just it's just sweaty it's just nasty, um you know people lose a lot of weight in the summertime in this play. like you just want to lose weight just come to middle Georgia in the summertime spent four summers, four freaking summers out there at CGSA with Dean Blaine and Shola and and freaking Carl Chester and freaking Tyler Daly and and freaking everybody. Just freaking Patrick Braxton, like freaking everybody, Devontae Mitchell, everybody just going there. DJ, DJ Garrett, Garrett got running, just running, just running in that heat. You'll drop twenty pounds easy, two months. So when you get out of uh when you get out of June July, August is there, and the heat still pressed on your spirit, real, real smooth. And then September, fall, like ap- probably like end of August, September you get, like, a false fall. You know what I mean? It's a false fall, but this year is different because, like, this year has been, like, a really nice fall. You know what I mean? I I, I I hope that... My hope and my wish is that it stays, like, this good, nice weather. I mean, until... Hopefully... I mean, I'm hoping that it can overtake the, the, the pseudo-winter, but it probably won't. So I'm hoping I can have it for as long as I can. Because pretty soon it's going to start, like... Do these weird cold spells and it's gonna start cold raining. So, yeah. So after, after your um, you get your false fall, and then after your false fall, your false fall will stay till December, and that's when you get the pseudo winter. So you got the pseudo winter. Um, you got the pseudo winter. You got the press upon your here, press upon your spirit. Uh, heat. And then you got the false fall. that's that's what we have for our um uh, for our seasons here in middle georgia so house county has a severe risk from heat this duo feels this is due to feels like temperatures this is just what i was talking about temperatures increasing because 93 percent of homes in houston and uh, county have a severe heat factor and i was telling you man it's like it'll be 85 but it feels like 90 and those temperatures they keep going up so it could be it can still be 85 but it's it's, it's, it's starting to feel like it's 96 so house county is expected to see a 150 57 percent increase in the number of days over 108 degrees fahrenheit over the next 30 years oh my gosh it's gonna be so hot so housing county is expected to experience seven hot days this year and 18 days above 108 um, degrees Fahrenheit in thirty years. Wow. So that is interesting. Uh we're gonna go over here to transportation. So we're we're gonna learn about the walkability, the bikeability, and the transit friendliness of Housing County, bro. I just thought we'd be driving. You know what I mean? It's just it's uh Okay, so there's is there anything here? Do they have anything here? There's nothing in here. They literally have nothing. Oh, come on, Warner Robins, bro, 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 nothing. Learn about the walkability, bikeability, and translate. That's a crazy work. All right. Well, that was good. That was a great talk about the town, housing, county as a whole. Okay, but um, still in the housing market though. Still in the housing market. So we go to Rocket Homes. Rocket Homes uh talking about House County um, um housing market report. So I'm reading off the uh the buyers report, buyers report. So um it says it's House County, Georgia a buyers or sellers market. It's definitely a buyers market. House County is a buyers' well, it says it is. House County is a buying buyers housing market, which means prices tend to be Lower and homes stay on the market longer. Okay, so, okay, so even though what we saw in Redfin was that they're being sold in 31 days as opposed to 37 days, which it was originally, they're saying on Rocket Homes that housing County is a buying houses, buyers' housing market in the the houses tend to stay on the market longer so in in actuality even though they sell quick from what i think they still stay on the market longer housing prices median price sold two hundred and sixty thousand okay so it was in redfin it was two hundred and sixty three thousand so you see there's there's uh, like a $3,000 difference on the websites. And then they're usually selling, um the C says in October, 2023, selling two bedrooms it went up 23%, three bedrooms went up 8.1%, four bedrooms went up 12.1%, a five-bedroom plus went up 10.1% as well. Median price sold by nearby counties so Peach County also is selling houses as well, but they're selling them for 237k, which is either at the same or higher, depending on whether you take Rocket Money's report or RF in. And then Bibb County, uh, which is where Macon is, uh, is a uh, 178k. Uh, so it's down 3.6 percent. So Macon's not selling. I guess, but so it's cheaper to buy in Macon. If you want to go buy in, in Mill Georgia, or buy in Macon. It's cheaper. Why is it cheaper? It's cheaper because I want to talk about um, the in the flooding of people that are coming from uh, either Macon, even Atlanta, but usually probably Macon. Certain parts of the Southside, I want to Robbins military people as well they're coming in they're flowing when they when they set up shop here they usually coming down to settle in bonaire you know what i'm saying where the strip is 96 strip they settling in kathleen where veterans high school is um or they're settling at um uh, pay, uh, Perry. Uh, and they sell it on the outskirts of Perry, Elko, Georgia. Elko, Georgia is being developed right now as we speak. I have people that I have my folks live down there. They so live on. They live on both. I have pe- folks that live on in Elko, and I got folks that live on my mom's side lives in Kathleen. My dad's side lives in Elko, and on both sides there's development going on. Um, to which. On socio-economic level, I mean, I don't know if these exist anymore in America because the gap between the haves and the have-nots is being separated so much. But you got middle, like middle-high class, like military uh, women who have been uh, divor- or divorced or whatever, and they're getting alimony checks. Um, you know, the military captain. The major, the colonel, they all stay there. Even the second lieutenant has probably has a house over there. He's renting, you know. what I'm saying they renting out these houses over here. Um, it's not Tara Estates. That's in um. I can't. I feel so ashamed because I. It's right across from where my grandma lives. Um, it's the I forgot what it's called, but anyway, um, it's not the plantation either. It's it's uh, it's, oh gosh, but. Yeah, that's where they stay, you know, retired colonels, things of that nature, you know what I'm saying, probably retired politicians and stuff like that. They'll live on the outskirts, so they live, you know, or, you know, like, there's a real cool place on the north side where it's, like, really nice. It's real, real nice, and they're not moving from there, because they already rooted, but I see how most people are flooding down to Elko and um, and Kathleen to set up shop, because People just tired of the city, you know, people are tired of it too much you didn't built too much kinda in those spots like Winter Robins and uh Centerville and Northside. It's just it's all concrete, man. they trying to come over and like get a new frontier, you know, that's what we do. We 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 still got that DNA of like trying to try um trying to get get and conquer and new lands and stuff like that. So we still got that in us. Always. So there's a lot of urban, not urban, there's a lot of uh, development, you know, high end development going on that's stretching out and stretching more down south. And I think that what you'll see, uh, I personally think over time, you'll see the housing market kind of like drive uh, people to come to middle Georgia in those specific areas I talked about where housing is developing and stay there. And then it'll flow. I believe it'll flow further down to South Georgia because really, you know, if you take away the base Robins didn't one of Robins in middle Georgia as a whole is probably like an extension of South Georgia because South Georgia kind of thrives on agriculture. They have plants and labs and, and Claxton chickens down there somewhere too, as well. Um, they got they got a military base as well about in Valdosta, but I mean agriculture is like their big thing. So, um, but yeah, I mean I think that more money will flow down to them. Because I mean honestly, there's just so many. Like it's 159 counties in Georgia, and a lot of them south of a lot of them south of our county slick look like they still stuck in the reconstruction phase of post civil war. That's no that's no cap. They still look like Sherman had burnt them down to the ground and they still trying to build up from when he burnt it down and then gave Savannah to Abe Lincoln as a Christmas gift. <laughs> like, that's that's I'm for real. Like south georgia and they still got that but yeah so it's just that i feel that the money could flow down and the, and the commerce could flow down further and then you you know because it's just going to get more expensive here It's it's more expensive here it's getting more expensive here to buy and rent so, people are probably going to go more down south, you know what I'm saying? Just to, just to, because I'm telling you, it's getting out of hand. People will go down south just to get away from the housing prices. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see things, you could possibly see things like um, our, you know, it's already done. It's not a secret, ain't no secret, but because like a large amount of people are employed by Robbins Air Force Base. So, you have people that do two hour, one hour, 30 minute, um, Commutes all the time. That's nothing new. I have a workmate who does that. But I think you're gonna start to see it on an even larger scale, to the point where we'll look like what San Francisco looks like, where it's like you can't live in one of Robins. You gotta be, uh, not thirty minutes, forty minutes, fifty minutes. You gotta be an hour and twenty minutes away. So you gotta be. You you might see people who live in Albany commuting to work, not at the base, not at the base, but just to work at the hospital, Boeing, um uh just to work at um Frito Lay, you know what I mean? Just to just to just to work at a regular job, you know, you might see that. You you might. Because that's what happens in California. People have to they have to um commute, long commutes because they can't live in the city and they can't even live on the outskirts. So I'm not saying that's gonna be anytime soon, but I'm just saying that you could probably see a lot of what California has been going through kind of trickle down to us because of the the, the hike in prices. So Okay, so the last part here on this um real estate um just looking at the real estate I, w- I wanted to read this uh, economic development um report from um the um the house of county um the house of county um georgia.org um uh, business economic section so it says uh uh it's a house county public works shout out to house county public works my my father's um gave 28 years of his life um, to them, blood, sweat, and tears worked his butt off. Robert West, shout out to you. And yeah, House of County Public Works. Um, my dad worked there and he retired there, and it seemed like they did him really well. So shout out to House of County Public Works. And he and my my grandfather retired there, so it sounds like y'all do it right by folks. Y'all do it right by our folks. So shout out to y'all, House of County Public Works. But the economic development report it says a House of County covers approximately four hundred square miles enjoys a close proximity to interstates, highways, airports, and has rail access. The county lies directly along Interstate 75 and is within a short distance of Interstate 16. The county is also located 75 miles south of Hartsfield, Jackson, Atlanta Airport and 165 miles west of the ports of Savannah. Okay. um, I thought it was east. I thought savannah was east i don't know whatever housing county has been experiencing unparalleled growth and growing from a pop growing from a population of eighty nine thousand two hundred and eight in nineteen ninety to a population of a hundred and thirty nine thousand nine hundred and two hundred and two thousand ten according to u s bureaus and in- according to the u s bureau this goodness it's late according to the u s census bureau. The population of House County in 2015 is projected to be 160,000, uh, not um 160,698. That was in 2015. They really need to get on their job with updating that. Um, let me see. Population. Size. Uh, I should have had it pulled up already. Sorry, guys. House county County. Okay. There's 166,000. 800, 166,829. That was in 2021. Okay, so. You're looking for how many people live in House County. We're just going to say 160. Round it off. Now, we'll. Hundred and sixty seven. rounded off. Hundred and sixty seven thousand people. So just a few just a quick just a few quick facts about House County, Georgia, then we'll move on. It's one of the most rapidly growing communities in Georgia. Seventy five miles south of Atlanta. Uh Hartsfield, Jackson International Airport. Yes, it is. It's it's pretty close. That is pretty good. That's pretty clutch. Like if I need to go to the if I need to get to the busiest airport in the world, the most efficient airport in the world, by the way. Or in in and if it's not in the world, at least at least in America, no doubt. Uh, home. I so I like that I'm close. Home to Georgia's largest industrial complex, largest industrial complex at Robbins Air Force Base. if should put military, military industrial complex. More than three thousand acres available for industrial development so quick start workforce training available via central georgia technical college that's right because uh i mean my mom got um my mom was in a program and with robbins air force base and she was able to go get her trade and um she was uh yeah she got it, it as aircraft sheet metal mechanic man and they they trained her up really nice i was i actually was like I was I was able to see the process, and they really do. It's like Quick Start workforce. Like they got her going, and for real, shout out to my mom, man, like a superhero, driving trucks, uh, aircraft sheet metal mechanic. So more than more than three thousand acres available for industrial. Yeah, there's always like, bro. I hate I hate I gotta say it, man. I hate how like the town, it's always got something popping up that ain't got nothing to do with folks. Having fun. <laughs> like, I just can't stand that. Like, it'll be storage units that pop up. You know what I'm saying? Or more more apartment complexes. There's Buku apartment complex. Listen, there's a... Listen, I don't know if you noticed not. where Central Georgia Technical College is. they coming up. Central Georgia Technical College has a freaking... Has freaking dorm rooms now for college students. So, that means those... You know, those uh, apartments that are behind Max Fitness... Those are college dorm rooms I heard. It's a if it if it ain't then my bad. Um but it's college dorm. Oh by the way, before we continue, I just want to let you know that I'm not a guy that like I try to make sure that I get the right information to you guys and um I'm not going to always get it right and when I get it wrong, I'll come and let you know. So, uh I was listening to my podcast on the way to Best Buy to um, see how to make sure this interface was working right. And uh, uh, I was looking, when I was looking, I was checking the voting poll, but I also heard myself say, when I was talking about the brunch bill, I was talking about um, whether it was the selling of alcohol on which day. I think I said Sunday. I, I don't even know if you're allowed to sell alcohol on Sundays. Uh, so I was just reading from the thing, and it didn't make too much sense to me on what days they were talking about. But yeah, I just wanted to get some news to you about that. And uh, if if I got that wrong in any way, shape, or form, I apologize because that's not my intent—is to come on here and like just spit out goofy bad news. I'll spit out goofy news, but it can't be bad and untrue. That's not that's not how I roll. That's not how I get down. I like to come and give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, so. We got, um, yeah. I don't like how the town just be putting out stuff that's not fun, man. Like they need that that when they be naming these parks and stuff, like William T- Willie Towton Park. It's not a park. It's like a, it's a freaking, it's a freaking garden. Nobody can sit there. There's no bench. Don't no, don't call it a park. Stop. Um, are you naming it a park so you can claim those particular like? benefits when it comes to like paperwork time or something like that so i don't know it's just weird and i put up like hella hella car washes hella storage units hella apartment complexes apartment complex also near behind the movie theater is insane um it'll just put up hella stuff that don't it ain't fun (laughs) but yeah i just i don't like that but there is more than 3,000 acres available for industrial. Yeah, for sure. And then also, I was talking about how close living to me that might be a car wash setup. I was talking about one of my episodes. I'm wrong. That was a Mavis tire that's right next to that liquor store that's in front of Critter Fiction. But um, it's one of the, it says, back to the quick facts about House County, Georgia, um, is designated as one of Georgia's entrepreneur-friendly communities. I will say this. Is designated as one of Georgia's entrepreneur for entrepreneur friendly communities if you got a brick and mortar if you already got an idea of what you got going on you can like make it look like a regular establishment don't come in here trying to do something like off the wall you know what i mean don't come in here trying to be like a musician unless you kind of already got a little buzz you're not gonna get much of that you probably need to go to atlanta for that you know don't come in here trying to do you know be a social media goon you need to probably go somewhere I mean, you, don't, you don't really need a space for that but i mean honestly you can do entrepreneurship from anywhere nowadays, but so I don't really know what that means. But all I can think of is like it's friendly on types like taxes and stuff like that. Cause I know like, um, the owners of Clover Wine Merchant, they came from California, you know what I'm saying? Because it was just really, really, it's really, really hard to operate a business in California. There's a lot of red tape. So here, there's no red tape. You can just, I mean, there obviously probably is, but it's just like it's quicker, it's easier just to get a business started. You can get a business started here, I think, within like six months, get it up. One of the lowest. Property taxes rates in middle georgia in the in the middle georgia area um, yeah yeah for sure um i guess i mean i i don't i don't own any property so um, housing county public school system is i mean how how are the property taxes guys for people who own homes like what's that like very expensive um do you worry about it? I mean, I know they give you like a whole year to pay it, right, or a certain point, a certain like seven months, eight months or whatever, but. Houston County public school system is consistently recognized for having Georgia schools of excellence and national schools of excellence. Okay, I was never really a good student. Long, large utility capacity as served by a combination of municipal and private systems. Telecommunication services provided by AT&T ComSouth, Cox Communications, Windstream offering all high-cap services. The high-cap is is definitely noted. Um, Cox got the game on lock here, bro, in middle Georgia. I, mean, I, I don't know about middle Georgia, I guess, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Over here in this apartment, all the strings are Cox. Like, all the cables are Cox. You know what I'm saying? And then Windstream is not I mean, Windstream done got big. Like, Windstream done bubbled up. Windstream, it's like not even, Windstream's not even here anymore. It's Kinetic. Kinetic, which is by Windstream. So, like, Windstream uprooted. and was like, we're going to be a conglomerate. We're going to be, like, like standard gas and give you, like, a subsidiary of our time because you don't deserve it. <laughs> Landfill uh, with 40-year projected life operated by Housing County. I have no idea what that means. I'm not even going to care to figure out House and health care boost, boast, um, two full service hospitals with over 280 beds available. Yeah, that's good to know. And I wanted to ask for my people out there listening to the town business. What, what have you seen kind of like in the town? That's kind of like, Oh, that's, that's uh that's growing or I'm like man i wish that they would grow this i wish that there was more to do here like what are some of the things that you see that we could add here that could make things better um i'm definitely not gonna go join the chain uh, the chamber of commerce or something like that i'm just asking like because sometimes it be feeling like it don't be nothing to do here but like eat and go to the movies and stuff but i play soccer so if I'm not here, I'm in Atlanta playing soccer. So I got I got a game on Sunday. Um, we played we played a Georgia Georgia Revolution. Um, I think if we win, it will put us in a good position in the playoffs. But that's neither here nor there. And then also, I want to ask for my people that are not related to the town and not out of town to think about some of the things that happen in your city and whether you you are th- thankful that. When you hear me reading out how, <laughs> for me, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, it's like, uh, when it's like, our 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 county is just, it can be kind of like bland. So like, I want my outsiders to think like, okay, I'm grateful for this because, you know, like they don't have that or I'm grateful. Like, we our Dave and Buster's is Rigby's, right? But in Atlanta, they got umpteenth of that. And it's better, but it's like in Your town Is it work, cause I just came back from Crisp County Crisp County, Georgia Which is when you Passing down I, I-75 South Um, and you Passing, I think, Striplings Um, maybe But it's, no No, it's way further down But it'd be like, Cordill, Georgia Gateway to the South like Gateway <laughs> to South Georgia so it's like there's ain't nothing there. So I'll be talking about Warner Robins and there's nothing to do here, but really I take it for granted because when you go other places to south of here in Georgia it could be way worse. Um even certain places in North Florida, like North Florida, I got a cousin named Melvin. Shout out Melvin. Cool people. He uh I was talking him and net. so their brother and sister, right? So um, I was getting to find out like who family was and stuff was this weekend, so it was really cool. But I was talking to them, and they're from Miami, and um, I was like, "Hey, let me explain like how I see Florida." <laughs> this is kind of off topic from town, but I was like, "This is how I see Florida is like anything that's like, you know, what i'm saying Tallahassee down to Gainesville." I didn't say Tallahassee, but say anything that you know what I'm saying, go, go all the way down to Gainesville and stop pretty much. It's like that's right before Gainesville. That's an extension of South Georgia. And then anything that Gainesville and below, that's Florida. Anything, anything below and on the side of it, that's Florida. And then you got Miami, which is a whole other nation. And then they said in response that that's pretty much how the world see it. And I was like, bet. Not to mention, because I'm a soccer guy, like I had to let them know that they had like the best, best soccer player. I hate to admit it, but he's the best soccer player in the world in Miami. And so I was just like, "Yeah, it's real cool. I got it." Um, but yeah, that's how that's how that's how we're ending the uh, talk on the town. Next subject. Okay, we're gonna end the show with some uh, sports talk, but I'm gonna make sure that I keep it within the um, vein of applying it to a real life situation because I know that all my viewers uh, are into sports, so I'm very sensitive to that. But I I do like sports, so I'm gonna tie it in there. Now, there is is uh, surrounding a. Particular player, Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is a wide receiver for the freaking Buffalo Bills, who are of no – I don't really care for them. They're an upstate rival. I'm a New York Giants fan. Uh, they're upstate rival. I'm not really a fan of the Buffalo Bills or an AFC. We beat them once in the Super Bowl, so I don't really care. Um, Buffalo Bills are a storied franchise – tragic franchise. Um they are a, they had a team in the 90s that went to four straight Super Bowls in a row and lost all four. That's it, but man that that uh they are looking kind of like they could be that kind of team going forward, but they just got to show more. But Stefan Diggs um is a wide receiver who was drafted in the 5th round out of Maryland. Um go Terrapins, I guess. So, um, Stefan Diggs uh was at the Vikings first and he put up really good numbers. Um, but he's unhappy at Buffalo Bills now. He got traded unhappy at the Buffalo Bills. And I wanted to talk about how um this situation before I talk before I before I go into it in depth a little bit, I wanted to tell you why I'm telling you about this because I wanna to talk to you about some situations in life where you might be tripping. But before I get into that, let's talk about the situation. So first of all, first of all, first of all, the media, sports media is so messy, and media in general is so messy. They're liars. So they say on here that Stephon Diggs have been downplaying all offseason Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs. By the way, Stephon Diggs is known for his uh, very, very professional and competent route running. He's also known for his competent um, uh, uh, his competent uh receiving skills as well. Um, that's what he's mostly known for. So, uh, all offseason, Bills wide receiver Stephon Biggs, Stephon Diggs, downplayed the the notion that he's unhappy in Buffalo. That's 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 a lie because this is CBS Sports that said this, and CBS Sports that said this five days ago. Listen, in in June nineteenth, two thousand twenty three. At uh at five oh three AM there was a p- report out from NBC Sports that Stefan Diggs is was unhappy with his role in the offense. Like during minicamp OTA time. It even talked about how he wasn't he was frustrated with his role in the offense, uh and his voice and play and his voice in play calling. But he also was like not even showing up to um mandatory minicamp. He didn't show up to in the mandatory mini camps, so that didn't bother the fans It should have but you know his uh we'll we'll go into present day here we'll go on this so i'm just letting you know the media be telling fibs and lies and like you gotta kind of piece the truth from like multiple sources you can't just like look at one article and like see how i did like rocket money and i did uh red finn to like compare the two, I did that because at least like, I'm not going to go and do like three or four websites, bro. It's just going to be two. You always get a second opinion. You know what I mean? That's, that's what Uncle Lonnie told me. I always seek a second opinion. So it's like, I'm going to do that. So that's why I did two. Cause like one might tell you one thing, one maybe be the other. Very, it looks like apparently it's very rare that they corroborate on sports, but um, they're saying that all off season, The wide receiver downplayed the notion that he's unhappy in Buffalo 10 weeks into the 2023 season. His brother had posted on uh, X, um, which is formerly known as Twitter, for people who don't know that. Um, Man, 14, got to get up out of there. And then um, he started talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. But uh, Trayvon, excuse me, gosh. His uh, brother, Stefan, said that the way that he feels pertaining to his brother that's that's on him, you know. He's not in control of that. So says, since Stefan has arrived in Buffalo in t- 2020, he's led the NFL in catches, which 411, on the second most targets, 586. While his 5,057 receiving yards are four, fourth most in the league in that span, his four, his 411 receptions account for 28 28.7 of Buffalo's entire team catches since 2020. The most. Uh, By a player for a single team In the NFL on Thursday Diggs cooled the flames Surrounding the rumors of his dissatisfaction Given that he clarified That he hasn't spoken with Trayvon About his thoughts on the On the Bills season of late I can't like he said I can't answer The questions as to why he feels that way Um, Stefan said to local media I haven't had a personal conversation with him Obviously he's coming from more of a fan perspective but that is my family, so I handle my family with the utmost respect. And I, I and, and I hope that people treat it that way. So once people speak on my family, I hope they have a level of integrity as well. Tread lightly when you're talking about my family. Amen, brother. So I want to talk about how we're well, good on. It was, it was good on Stefan to quarrel that. But I want to talk about how um, bitterness um, can get. We'll really just ask you, like, and what and what. Ways in life In what situations in life did you see that You were probably tripping When you really could have just relaxed And then like you noticed that it got a little bit Too like It came a little bit too much to a head When really you was probably just tripping a little bit But then because you was tripping Everybody else started tripping You know what I'm saying that energy started to like To like spread So now you're trying to quarrel it down So like what situation have you gotten to where you were just tripping And you had to pull back um, I know for me, the, <laughs> the the situation where I'd be like I'm tripping, but I gotta pull back. It definitely, it definitely be like, um, it definitely would have been like when I was playing. Um, I gotta think about that, man. I really do gotta think about what's the time that I don't have an example right now. Y'all gotta forgive me. Y'all gotta forgive me because I could say soccer, like I I could say soccer was a time that I felt like I was doing too much, but no, like, because that's that's what I'm passionate about. So he probably feels the same way, but I did want to come to you and tell you that whenever you find yourself in a situation where you are tripping too much, and I've had to learn this, you know, learn to relax a little bit. Now, if you're in something where it's competitive, And you feel like there's a certain way that you display your passion. That's that. But in real life, you know what I mean? If you find yourself coming to a head in a certain situation and you just can't play it cool, like, think that, like, you know, what, what are you, is what you're tripping about really, really that crazy? And I guess I really don't have an example right now, guys, because, like, lately, like, there have been crazy things that have happened in my life and, I really didn't, like, trip on it too hard. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I promise you I didn't. I mean, I was hurt at first. But as far as, like, be tripping on it and stuff and just going crazy, like, nah, I just kind of, like, took a deep breath and, like, just kind of kept doing what I was doing. Um, a, lot of, a lot of prayer. A lot of time to myself. That's kind of what's, like, I got, I've had, got had a lot of, Time to myself right now just to kind of get my thoughts out via podcast, but still keep it, you know what I'm saying? Keep it G for the fans and keep it in a vein which is, is comes out good. So, yeah Stefan Diggs was just kind of, I feel like, just speaking from an outside perspective, he was probably like super passionate, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool. And then, like, just kind of like in a situation where he didn't care about something because of whatever who knows when it's when it comes to sports we're so dude we're children man like sports dudes are some of the most childish people like on this earth like dude we'd be we'd be talking about we'll we'll, we'll we'll be like man your ego this and that and like we both got egos or we'll say uh certain things and it's just like Dude, that is wrong. That is so high school. But, you know, that's just how it is. Like I know for me, like, I'm not a very nice guy on the field. I'm not a very nice guy on the field. But in real life, I'm pretty decently nice. But on on the field, I'm 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 pretty much a dickhead. Um, but that's because of like situations in my past where like I felt like people were taking advantage of me when I was kind of just trying to do my thing and not ignore it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, nah, like, now nah, I'm going to face it head on and just, like, just attack the game. You know what I mean? And, and I know I, I may speak like this in a general sense, but if you were to meet me in person, you know what I'm talking about. If you ever see me play, you know what I'm talking about, just, like, attacking the game. And if you're if you if you're a sports person, you know what I'm talking about, just kind of, like, attacking the game and making sure that you 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 ready for the game and you got a certain mindset and whatever you need to do to get yourself to that mindset to perform in the game, that's what you're going to do. You know, so that's just how I see it. But, yeah, I mean, the, the moral of it, I mean, to tie up the story, I mean, it's just, you know, when you got something going on and you feel like you got to trip out, just take a deep breath, you know what I'm saying, and realize that it's not going to be worth the trip out at the end. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it pushing. Keep your game tight and going about your business. This has been Tox Radio, hosted by Tevin West. Have a good night.